0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the FilmCast, a podcast about movies. I'm David Chen, and this summer, Barbie is everything. Joining me today is Divinger Hardwar. I'm turning the dial of destiny to me! (laughs) And Jeff Kanata.
1: I'm just glad that this year there's no heavily delayed Tom Cruise movie to screw up my list. (laughs) Wait, what? Uh...
0: That is, uh, of course, a uh, some vague and oblique references to the fact that today on the podcast, we are going to be doing our annual summer movie wager. You can find more episodes of this podcast at thefilmcast.com. Email us at, slash filmcast at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, uh, as well as Twitter at thefilmcastpod. Find us on TikTok at thefilmcast. We're posting videos new there every week. Of course, to join us for the summer movie wager, we got a couple very special guests. He is a senior reporter for IO9 and Gizmodo.
2: Jermaine Lucier. Gentlemen, after going Maverick last year, my destiny as champion is dialed in, and there will be no hard feelings as I flash to an elemental victory.
0: Wow.
1: Whoa.
3: <laughs> wow. That was
1: awesome. Also,
0: like some deep cuts, some no hard feelings cuts in there. That's amazing. Yeah. He said that really
1: fast, X.
0: <laughs> yes that was the delivery was very haunted mansion um and joining us also joining us also he is the co-host and co-creator of the ordinary adventures youtube channel peter Soretta.
4: this time around jermaine would be a complete idiot to have top gun maverick high on his list <laughs> we
2: can all, we
3: can all I agree. agree i finally agree we can agree. all agree
0: All right. Well, gents, it's always a pleasure to have you here to play the Summer Movie Wager. Now, let me summarize what the Summer Movie Wager is. The Summer Movie Wager is an annual game which is played during the summer of each year. You can find the history of this game and play along yourself at thesummermoviewager.com. A huge thanks to Dennis for putting the site together. The general goal of the game is to predict the highest grossing films of the summer in terms of domestic box office in the correct order. The closer you get to the final ranked order, the more points you get. This year, the Summer Movie Wager will begin on May 4th with the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and it will last through September 4th, 2023, inclusive of Labor Day as usual. Each one of us has chosen 13 movies, 10 movies, and 3 dark horses, and every single movie gets a single score or every single slot gets a single score assigned to it using the following rules. Uh, I'm going to go through this pretty fast, but uh, if you want to read up on it, you can go to the But if your choice for number one or number 10 is correct, you get 13 points, so extra points for those. If you picked... Two through nine correctly on the rankings, you get 10 points. If you picked a movie that's one spot away from its actual placement, you score seven points. Two spots away, five points. Uh, If your movie is inside the top 10 at all, you score three points for it. And if your picked movie is not inside the top 10, you score zero points. For each dark horse, of which we get three, so it's 10 choices plus three dark horses. For each dark horse that makes it into the top 10, you get one point. If two or more rules apply to a single pick, only the single rule that will be applied, that assigns the highest value will apply. So for instance, if you pick number one correctly, you don't get 16 points because it's number one in place in the top 10, you just get 13 points. And that's it. The winner of the Summer Movie Wager gets to specify a TV show or film under three hours that everyone else will watch and talk about. Last year, Peter Serato won, so he specified go. You can listen to that review on the Filmcast. That was a great time.
4: Before if if we, I win again, Dave. Dave, I'm gonna have <laughs> you guys watch go again, and then we're gonna review it on the podcast, recorded from a different point of view. Wow! <laughs> yeah, amazing. I love it. Like I it.
1: love it every year. Yeah, Dave, I I uh, I love that. Well, well done. It only took you ten years to pre-write that description <laughs> <laughs> instead of winging it every year as you always do. Wow! Oh.
0: Wow!
1: <laughs> this is
0: this is how great things are on the filmcast. Even when I do something right. Uh, I get criticized for it. You're I like mean,
5: a, this, this started with the Totally Rad Show, so really, Jeff, this is on you. It, it's you, true. you guys yes, should have sir. had this from the start. You're it's like true. the
0: white Asian immigrant parent <laughs> I never knew I wanted. Jeff. Um, <laughs> where, like, if you get an A, it's like if you get a B, it's like why didn't you get an A? And if you get an A, it's like why didn't you get an A last semester? You know, that's the <laughs> this is the common refrain of the immigrant parent. Now, before we get into our picks, we're going to start with our number ones and count our way down. Before we get to our picks. Uh, I wanted to kind of uh, sort of ask you guys about your general thoughts on choosing this year's top 10. I will say this is one of the most difficult lists I think we've ever made. Without a doubt. For Uh, sure. Last year was difficult for different reasons because it was hard to even find 10 movies that might make it into the top 10. Right. Right. Um, This year, it's a lot different because it feels like things are back, but... We have seen, I'll just say, erratic box office behavior uh, <laughs> over the course of the last. Nothing season. makes sense anymore. Um, yeah.
2: No, I, I feel like uh, there's
1: uh, six movies that could all be number one. Mm-hmm.
2: A- absolutely, Pwa- I absolutely. I, found, I was looking for ten. I think I, I, fa- I was like, well, what are the movies that are like possible I'm on the list? And I came up with, like twenty five of them. And I'm like, this is not. <laughs> this can't be right. And then you could easily shave half those off. But it, yeah, I, I've been tinkering with this list all all weekend, and I will. Uh, I, I've locked it in, but it is. It, I have movies that are really low that I'm like, how, if you told me 10 years ago that I would put a movie in that franchise that low on a summer movie wager, it, you'd freak out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Jimmy. we'll get to it. <laughs> the, the other thing I want to mention is, um, I wanted to compare pre pandemic to, uh, post pandemic numbers or, you know, during pandemic pandemic pandem- numbers, 2019 was, uh, the last pre pandemic year. That year, the number 10 choice or the number 10 ranked movie at the domestic box office uh, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That movie made $142 million domestic. Okay. Last year, 2022, the number 10 choice was Bullet Train, which made $103 million. Hmm. That is a significant drop from 140 to 100, basically, 103. I suspect this year, the number will be significantly higher than one oh three. Like yeah. I last agree. year yeah. the the product was weak. Uh people were still getting back into the movie going habit. This year I think we're gonna see uh movie going habits for summer in full bloom. And I think like probably it's gonna be a little bit higher than the one oh three foot bullet train from last year. So and the, what, and do do the you, product? what do you
4: think yeah what the, do you the, think t- number ten is gonna be? Like well, how much I, money do you think how much oh, money do you um, think number ten will
0: I think I'm I'm gonna say at least one twenty. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, That's what
2: I am yeah. yeah. Yeah, one thirty. Yeah, that was what I was thinking about. That.
0: Yeah,
1: Jeff, what were you gonna say? No, I would. I was just reiterating that I think that it, uh, it, yes, habits have have sort of returned. People are going back to the movies. We saw Super Mario Brothers open huge, uh, but uh, I think really the answer is is the volume of desirable movies is yes. I, I can't remember a summer until pre pandemic that you know it's been what three or four years since we've had a summer. That feels mm-hmm. this summery,
0: I mean you, Mario we're, we're, is we're basically every, yeah. Where every week there is potentially more than one movie opening that you want to see, yeah. right? Like and it feels
1: like the
5: summer's starting early with Mario, like given how big that movie has been. So yeah, yeah. yeah we, we've I mean,
0: actually caught some critiques uh, at the uh, either on Twitter or on the slashfilmcastgmail.com. People, well, I don't remember where I got this comment, but basically people saying, "Hey, um, it's a shame you couldn't include S- Super Mario Brothers in the summer movie Wager because." Uh, it would probably be number one. This is yes. a, this is a good yes. question. I yeah. predict that. Too. Do we yeah. think any movie this summer on your list? Do you think any movie is going to beat Super Mario Brothers domestic box office?
1: Mm. No, I think there's a chance.
2: I don't, I don't think so. Maybe one. Uh, Dave, you're mm-hmm. blowing my mind. That people who are, who are just ride or dies for Mario, no matter what, and attack you on Twitter. I've never heard of such a thing. That's <laughs> um, interesting.
1: Mario- the day that I saw Super Mario Brothers in the movie theater with my son. It snowed at my house.
2: Not summer. Not summer. <laughs> Cannot do this. Yeah, there's it's an madness. April. There's an April. You know, and it was like 90 degrees in also, New York Jeff last week. Jeff lives in right? Antarctica. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 what you mean? No, I said, yeah. wasn't it like 90 degrees in New York last week? And so you can mm, argue yeah, that, but yeah. you know, climate change is just ruining the the definition of summer. I think we got to go with the May. I, I'm happy with the May. You know, it's like we had a Fast and the Furious movie open in April a couple of years ago that we did not count. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we're doing it right. Is but that yeah. true?
3: I think but so. There was a late April movie for a,
2: for a Marvel movie, mm. but it was like the last weekend. In I
1: don't April. think we've ever done pre-May, have we?
2: Yes, we, we, we did. Late April.
1: April. we did last week. April.
2: for for yeah, for Infinity War, yeah, we, maybe for uh,
0: End uh, Game. End Game yeah. opened in April. We did that, but Super Mario Brothers movie in two weekends has made 347 million dollars domestic. That is incredible, right? So it's a lot. it it is the one to beat for 2023, uh but not for not the one to be in the summer movie wager.
1: You could almost say Mario's collecting a lot of coins. Yeah. Uh. Boo. <laughs>
0: Oh, you just you just sucked yeah. the energy we're right, off right the out start. Start. <laughs> of the whole room right there, Jeff.
2: <laughs> That oh, was a un- million unsubscribe buttons clicking in <laughs> simultaneous. <so. laughs> that was me
0: slamming my head into a brick. Um, so, okay. Uh. <laughs> um, all right. Any other overall thoughts before we get to our actual top 10 picks plus three Dark Horses? Uh, or shall we get to it? It's kind of a weird summer. It is kind of like,
5: we're going to talk about Oppenheimer. It is very weird that Oppenheimer, a three-hour-long movie about the guy who made the atomic bomb, is one of the most anticipated movies, right? Like, I don't – I have no idea where the box office on that is going to land, but it's very weird for that to be a summer movie.
4: It certainly is an outlier. Yeah. I, um, you know, I had written down that I would be shocked if we all didn't have the same number one movie, but mm-hmm. I think that every single one of us is going to have a different number two movie. Okay, so that's yeah. that's my yeah. one prediction.
2: I don't know. I, th- I think we're gonna I think it's gonna be di- uh, two is gonna be
4: the brave choice. I think
2: it's gonna be people. wild all the way around and I'm very excited to get into it. Um, I'm, I'm very I, curious I with,
4: with
1: yeah. Jermaine. I think yeah. it's gonna be wild all the way around and I have mm-hmm. zero confidence in my list
0: uh, as usual. <laughs> I was gonna say how is that different than the <laughs> you? Okay.
1: Well,
0: I
5: really I want to know more about Jeff's <laughs> list making process because Jeff all you have is a title. That's literally all you're going on. It's true. There's a title but, and your concept to be of what the movie is. Most
1: yeah. of these movies, the title explains a lot about sure. what it is. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be frank. I,
0: I think if I recall correctly, Jermaine had seen Top Gun Maverick by the time we made part, the list part. I'd seen the part, of the, part of it. I part of it.
2: If we recorded this next yeah. week, I'll have seen The Flash, which darn it would've given me a little I, bit I of a like. Uh, I,
0: I I don't yeah. think any of us have seen any of the movies, right, at no. this point. No. Any of the no. movies that are gonna be on the list. Okay. But
2: we have seen the trailers, some of us. Yeah, Which some of us. us. There there you go. You go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, God. That's right. Jeff doesn't watch the trailers. What's <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's why he loses. All right. Anyway,
1: that's <laughs> why he loses. <laughs> All right. We're going to go uh,
0: Jermaine, Peter, Devendra, Jeff, and then myself. Let's begin. Jermaine, Lucier, what is your number one pick for a domestic box office summer 2023?
2: I'm with Jeff that I, I, I am not 100% confident in this, but you got to look at There's a lot of factors, but my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, right. I will think, uh, Marvel has definitely had a downturn in the last couple of months, last couple of releases. Um, but I think that early summer slot is always almost a guaranteed top three-er. I feel like James Gunn is is really going to bring it for the last time in this trilogy. The ends of trilogies are tech are always very, very successful. I think the guardians have something a little special compared to the uh, other previous Marvel movies. Um, And it it, it wasn't a home run for me. This is not a home run, but I I just, uh, I had to go with my gut and my gut said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. All right. That's
0: a great pick, Jermaine. Um, Let's get to Peter Serta's top 10. And I want to point out, by the way, um i'm just pre-anticipating we might have technical issues with peter's stream uh and his audio <laughs> might not be in sync so sorry in advance but if it is uh then you can give me a hard time but peter strada what is your number one pick for domestic box office summer 2023
4: well i think jermaine is probably wrong on this one because my number one pick it's actually the same as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> Three. I just wanted to mess with you guys for a second. Wow. Um, I, I, mean, mean, I think everybody still pick, be wrong. I think I could still be wrong in other ways. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I agree with him. This is like the end. This is the end for this team. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be like everybody that has read this script, that has talked about it. Says this is a tearjerker. Uh, it, I feel like it's going to be those that movie that people are going to come back multiple times to the theater. And Wes is back. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling it's not going to be bad. You, you know, at worst, it's going to be Volume 2 level, which was not bad. And um, it yeah, also and, comes and out it, May 5th. Vol-
0: volume 2, uh, which I don't think was as good as Volume 1, but was still nonetheless very solid, made mm-hmm. $389 million domestic. It's pretty good. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And also May 5th. Yeah, that's the thing, Peter. It has a lot of time, right, to make that money. So uh, any other thoughts, Peter, on Guardians 3 as your number
4: one pick? That's it. I, 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 I'm I sure there's other people that want to say stuff about Guardians 3. So I'm going to let
0: right. Hardor, your choice for number one box office.
5: Yeah, I'm going to take the brave choice. And I'm also going to say Guardians 3. Because
0: <laughs> wow. Here's the thing. Wow, like, here we go. This is,
5: this is the, it's the end of this trilogy. But also, the trailers have been strong. They've really been hyping up the kind of emotional aspect of this movie. Like, it is an ending. And they are almost hinting at, like, it will be an ultimate ending. For some characters like it feels like an endgame situation where we're going to go there to get our hearts broken and I think people um, just judging from what I've seen from audiences uh, in theaters like they're great trailers and people are hyped to see what happens to this team and this is a special corner of the MCU so yeah I
1: think it'll do really well
0: alright uh, great pick for number one Jeff Canada. what's your number one choice for my,
1: number, my one? number one pick for the summer movie wager is Super Mario Brothers <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the other Chris Pratt movie, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Three. Wow. Okay.
3: I picked it uh, number always.
1: one. I I I didn't think I would be in lockstep with everybody so far. We're really giving Dave the uh, the open door to swoop in here and <laughs> and do the bold choice. There but were
5: other choices, you know. There there are lots Absolutely. of other choices.
1: And honestly, I was really uncertain that this would be my number one for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think, as Peter brought up. It's the first movie uh, of the summer. It can have a long tail. Um, and I do think there's, there's this movie comes out and there's sort of a, a delta between the next really huge yep. tentpole movie. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give people opportunity to go see it multiple times without having other things distracting them. People love Guardians. I think there's a hunger for another great Marvel experience because some of them have been subpar lately. And, I th- and even when they're subpar, they open huge. I think this one will also open huge and then have great word of mouth. I'm I'm very confident that James Gunn will stick the landing here. And I think the the great word of mouth, the you know, the fact the movie I think will be good will probably give it long legs and carry it to uh win the summer.
0: All right, great pick. Um my number one pick, unfortunately. Is also Guardians of the Galaxy volume. Wow, we and, all went there. And, yeah. yeah, I, I again, I struggled mightily with this as well, and there was definitely another one. Yeah, the there, there was two, a brave choice. The, I was the the also number two close to that yeah. might have been on the list, but uh, <laughs> that might have been my number one. Uh, but I, I think for all the reasons you guys have said, it's Guardians of the Galaxy feels like a very safe choice. Now here is the thing, guys. Here is the thing. Here I, I got a, got the sinking feeling. Has it my, ever in my, stomach, in my stomach? In my stomach. When uh, everyone started saying Guardians, because the last time yeah. we all chose a movie as number one <laughs> was, was last, last year. year when uh-huh. everyone on this show picked uh, Jurassic World Dominion as number yeah. one. And every single one of us was wrong. Last well, year was an
2: anomaly. It was well, was strange when, time. When but 2019 did we all pick uh, Avengers and we were all mm-hmm. right, maybe? So,
1: true. Yeah. yeah. But when right. there's consensus, it usually means we're all dumb.
4: Yes. well, <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious if my prediction that every number two is going to be different here is going to mm. be true. Or uh, not.
1: Okay. I, I don't know.
0: We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more summer movie wager right after this.
1: Hello friends. It's time for me to tell you about our sponsor. Hello fresh. I love talking about hello fresh. I have been a subscriber to hello fresh for many years and it has genuinely improved my life with hello fresh. You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes that are delivered right to your doorstep. That allows you and me, I've I've been really enjoying the fact that I can skip trips to the grocery store because I count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it is America's number one meal kit. It's why it has been my meal kit for many years now, many years, th- through different moves, <laughs> I've continued to use HelloFresh because it makes my life better it takes the hassle out of mealtime it delivers pre-portioned ingredients that is key because first of all i don't have to go to the grocery store to get the ingredients for a a recipe and even better than that i'm not going to have leftover little bits of ingredients i'm you can buy the right amount at a grocery store if you need just a little bit of this or a little bit of that pre-portioned comes right to your door you skip those checkout lines and you can get outside in the warmer weather because HelloFresh has dinner covered. Enjoy spring! April is Earth month, and HelloFresh is always committed to a cleaner planet. On average, HelloFresh meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint than the same meals made from supermarket ingredients. Plus, nearly all HelloFresh packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the United States. And I'm telling you, these recipes are delicious. They have 40 recipes and over 100 seasonal and convenience items to choose from every week. With so much variety, there are options for everyone and every lifestyle. And it doesn't matter if you're not a pro in the kitchen. I'm certainly not. HelloFresh has foolproof recipes that arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps. Get on the train. Join me and and improve your life like it has genuinely improved my life and my family's life. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmCast50 and use code FilmCast50 for 50% off. Plus your first box ships free, free. That's FilmCast50, five, zero. Hello.com slash FilmCast50. Use the promo code FilmCast50 for 50% off. Plus your first box ships free. Can't beat that. That's why it's America's number one meal kit.
0: All right. Let's get to our number twos, starting with Jermaine Lucier. What's your number two pick for summer 2023 domestic box office?
2: Again, back and forth, back and forth, tough summer. But my number two is da, 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 Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I, I, I You looked at the, the the last movie uh, in 2008 was a huge, huge, huge hit. Outgrossed, like, I think it outgrossed the Dark Knight. I should have looked it up before I said mm. it. But it was a massive, massive hit. I think, you know, and that was a very bad movie. I think people, again, maybe are equally excited. Um, And I think even if it's sleep, even if it's not great, it does like $350 million domestic. And that's good enough for number two, number three. I'm hoping it's good. I love James Mangold. I think James Mangold following up Steven Spielberg really knew, like, if I'm going to do this, it has to be right. Um and, and watching Harrison Ford recently on shrinking, you're like, oh my God, he's still got it. Like, oh my God, he's so good. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, I'm holding out hope. This is my one that I really, really uh, want to happen. If you're watching on video, my whole opera shelf is all indie stuff. Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny.
0: All right. Peter Serena quickly uh, making some changes to his list
4: apparently right now. <laughs> no, nightmare. I was looking up. I was seeing uh, Jermaine's claim that Indiana Jones: of The K- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull outgrossed The Dark Knight. I was like, oh, it, it made three hundred
1: seventeen million dollars.
4: Yeah, but The Dark Knight oh, made so five hundred
0: thirty-four. Yeah, The Dark Knight made five hundred thirty-four. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're uh, off by phenomenon. You're yeah. way off, Jermaine. You're no, way. I thinking, off.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I forget where I was. I was thinking some, maybe overall year. I don't know. I'm an idiot. Forget yeah. about it. Um,
4: (laughs) all right so I was like if he's right I should have
2: okay (laughs) uh, so
4: uh, number two is not Indiana Jones and Dial Dusty. number two for me is and I think I'm probably gonna be the lone person here on this one is Spider-Man across the spider-verse wow Ooh. okay wow okay right. wow Bold. now Bulls the, not- the first movie if I usually go on comps you know yes, you Andrew I yeah. said like how does Jeff put together his list like the way I put together my list I look at the previous film mm-hmm. and the previous movie and this it only did 190 so it would not get to number two this you know spider-verse would not get to number two with that but since then we've had no way home which was like this huge, huge movie. I mean, eight hundred fourteen million, right? Like it's a, a huge movie. Uh, we've had that Spider-Man video game. We've had. Um, I just think Spider-Man. People found this on DVD, or I guess not DVD, VOD. Uh, I feel like this sequel is going to have a much bigger audience than that first movie. I think it has potential of doing over three hundred million, maybe three fifty. I could be wrong. Wow,
0: that is a <laughs> this very is my big, this bold, is my big swing. Yeah. Yeah, bold. It is a that's bold a swing. swing uh Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse or um the first one into the Spider-Verse made 190 uh, domestic in uh, 2018 and typically you need well over 200 usually well over 300 to be in the yeah. you know top 3 right so Yeah. Um so bold swing for Peter Soretta, but it may <laughs> pay off for him uh that's his number 2 pick uh, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse. Devinder Hardware, what's your number two pick for summer 2023 domestic box office?
5: So after last year, I was tempted to make this pick my number one. Just just to be, I knew it would be different. But it's going to be in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I think the everything I've seen from this, uh, the trailers, as much as we roll our eyes at an older Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones, the trailers look phenomenal. And I have a lot of faith in man in James Mangold to like knock this one out of the park. And last year also proved that there is a strong appetite for older franchises that people have not seen in a while. So I think all those factors combined will make this a pretty strong movie and hopefully a good movie, but also a pretty popular one.
0: Solid choice as Davindra's number two, Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny, Jeff Kanata, your number two pick.
1: Boy, I was tempted to change it right at the last minute, Just <laughs> yeah. different. but I also yeah. picked Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny. Ah. Um, but uh, I was very tempted to swap my three and my two uh, just to uh, get a little separation from the rest of the pack here. <laughs> but uh, I do think that this movie, uh, I, you know, part of this is a heart pick. Like Jermaine was saying, it's it's I want this movie to be so wonderful that people want to go back and see it again and again and again. But this also feels a little bit like this year's Top Gun. Mm-hmm. This feels like the movie with the, yeah. the aging, charismatic, a uh, leading man from a bygone era, coming back to a franchise that has a lot of nostalgia and will stir that in a time when we sort of want to grab onto something that we all remember and loved. And if this movie can be a level of quality that Top Gun Maverick was, as far as you know, crowd-pleasing and, and hitting all the right beats and doing the, the franchise proud, I think it will be that level of uh, of hit for people. Well, people will be like, you have to go see the Indiana Jones movie. Like people were saying, you have to go see Top Gun Maverick. Um, I don't think it's going to be Top Gun Maverick level, but I think it could be that same feeling this summer of the movie that people want to go to the movie theaters to remember what going to the movie theaters was like.
3: Mm.
2: It's a movie your dad wants to see and your grandfather and yeah. Man. Uh
0: Well, the... guys, I hate to say it, but my number two choice is also Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And this really sucks because it means that very uh, it puts but... a lot of pressure on the <laughs> yeah. remaining titles um, yeah. and the ranking of the remaining titles. But uh Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull is the first movie that the Slash Film cast ever reviewed mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Uh, so. Uh I don't know. We're also number two
1: in people's <laughs> hearts.
0: And 15 years later, we're still making podcasts and they're still making Indiana Jones movies. Um so yeah. Also, interesting yeah. fact: uh, the slash the film cast is also going to come to a conclusion uh, when this this summer as well. So, <laughs> well, no, clearly,
5: quality <laughs> does not equal longevity, right? Like that's what we yeah. <laughs> learned from Crystal that's Skull. What, like you don't yeah, have to yeah. be good to oh, stay and, alive. And the
0: podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is a everything you guys have said is accurate. I think this is a four quadrant movie. This is a movie that's going to appeal to like, uh, you know, old people. It's going to appeal to film nerds. It's going to appeal to young people. Like I hope it gets everyone in the theater. And makes a boatload of money, Um, and that is something in my in my top three choices. I think every one of my top three choices are all family films. So uh, I I think those are the ones that are going to do really well. Super Mario Brothers being the latest example. So let's get to our number threes. Jermaine Lucier,
2: what's your number three? This is where it gets really hard, and it's already been hard. I've already reiterated, we've said it, Um, but I have a couple numbers here. First number is five hundred and thirty million. Oh, I know. Five hundred four million. Uh, uh, and when yeah. I think of Disney of a certain era, I think of three movies. I think of Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, and The Little Mermaid. And so my number three is the live-action Little Mermaid. I think the trailers have looked really bad. Um, but <laughs> even when the trailers look really bad, sometimes the movies turn out good. And even if they're not, people still turn out. Um, the Aladdin remake uh, made $355 million. If Little Mermaid comes anywhere near that, it's an easy number three, maybe even number two, number one. Um, so I, as much as I love the original little mermaid, I don't think I'm not really excited for this, but I think general audiences are excited. and are going to turn out. Um, and so, uh, little mermaid number three. All right.
0: Great choice for number three, Peter Saretta. What's your number three pick for summer 2023
4: domestic box office? By the way, what I was way wrong about everybody having a different number two. Yeah. It seems like all of you had the same number just, two, Just but me. you. Yeah. just you, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. If number three, I also have the little mermaid. And as you know, I, I have not put Indiana Jones yet, which is notable. I, I, this is the cynical pick. This is not the, like, I hope it makes number three that I think this movie looks good. This is the, what, what Jermaine said, you know, Lion King did almost 550 beauty and the beast did over 500 jungle book did 364. If this does even Aladdin numbers, Aladdin Mm -hmm. did 355 million wild. Yeah so i mean and, and,
0: I, and I i think it, I, i'm just gonna say i think it will because uh well i'll get to it when i get to my little mermaid pick. so sorry it's peter but
4: finish yeah, what yeah. You're
0: finish what you saying yeah
4: it, and also it comes out may 26th so it has like not the full summer but it has a majority of summer there's some movies that are probably going to be on our list that like comes out in like early august or late july like this this has you know some time and i feel like this is you know a movie that you can take your kids to. So I, I, I think this movie is going to be garbage. Like, <laughs> but, but I think people are going to go see oh, it. Oh boy! Latin live action
1: was garbage as well. So I yeah. liked it, but it. Yeah, this is.
0: Devendra Hardwar, your number three pick for summer twenty twenty three domestic box office.
1: Yeah,
5: I am. I'm still like torn between two things, and in this case, I won't be cynical. I'm going to say Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. There we go. Let's do it. All right.
5: Yeah. For for all the reasons you guys said. Yeah. And also the trailers look fantastic. The, the cast of characters, the visuals alone, the sheer impact, like the sheer influence the first movie has had on animation. Like everybody wants to do what Spider-Verse is doing. I think that is telling in terms of how powerful that first movie was. And also the characters are great. Um, there are new characters. There's Oscar Isaac coming back and it looks really funny. And it looks like just like, insane visuals like i think that's the main thing so i think this will do pretty well especially now that everybody is like hyped for miles morales and spider-man in general
0: I, i have a kind of meta comment about like where things fall on the list what one thing that was really interesting i think last year was there was a massive gap in titles that made Over 300 million Mm -hmm. and under 200 million. There was like almost nothing in between that range. It was either a huge success or it was like barely over 100 million. Um, And I just think that's interesting. Like, I I wonder if we'll see the dynamic play out this year or if it will be more spread out, like an even gradation. I hope it is a more even gradation because I think that's a sign of a healthier box office. Um, But we'll see. Uh, Great pick for number three, Davinger Spider Man across Spider Verse. Jeff Kanata, your number three pick.
1: Well, this is terrible because (laughs) the bottom of the list is going to be a a major factor because I picked Little Mermaid as number three. Um, I really now I feel like I should have just put it number two and had Indiana Jones number three, just swap those just to have some sort of. Separation uh, between the pack because
2: you do have Jer- the, uh, the 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 uh, what's it called you're going last year in this rotation, sorry, Dave. So you do have that advantage. I and have the I advantage have of being able to fly.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, so far, Jermaine and I have the exact same list, and I suspect Dave and I are going to have the same exact same list, and I'm very worried about that fact because that's going to make the the weird. The weird, uncanny valley of pick seven, eight, and nine to be like super important. It always and is. It always, it is. always is. Anyway, <laughs> Little Mermaid. I agree with everything everybody said. Uh, I thought the Laddin live action remake was uh, was terrible, and it still made three hundred fifty five million dollars, which is bonkers to me. Uh, and I think that even if this movie completely trips and falls on its face, it's it's going to be there's there's not any other programming like this this early in the summer there's no I, may, I mean i guess mario brothers is the is the competition to little mermaid in may but uh there's no you know there's there's no minions movie there's no there's no other thing until pixar comes much later that's going to get in the way of this movie being the thing that a bunch of little kids that are hooked on disney are going to go see and I, I think you know all of the sort of teens will be going to guardians but there's a lower Age range that's going to be going to Little Mermaid, and it's going to make gobs of money. And I'm kind of kicking myself for not having the guts to put it at number two.
0: Well, I also hate myself, friends, <laughs> and uh, I, as a result, have placed <laughs> Little Mermaid as my number three choice. And this is very, very upsetting because that means <laughs> Jeff and I have identical list. Also, Jermaine, Jeff identical. and I have identical. I, lists I was very un- close to doing the same until thing, this so. point. Yeah, everything you guys have said is correct, but you know the, the one thing I'm going to add is, I think Halle Bailey, who plays Ariel, is going to be a huge sell for this movie, um, because I am interested in seeing her perform the songs in this movie uh, and hearing kind of those re renditions in a way that I I didn't really want to hear what Will Smith's rendition of "You Gotta Have a Friend Like Me" was. You know, like I didn't care about that, but like, um, the just the the music alone is something that entices me to go, to go back to the theater to watch the little mermaid. Everything else you guys have said is true. The movie looks like trash. It is artistically bankrupt and its <laughs> success will set Disney upon a path further into um you know just milking its IP for uh, until they're bone dry, you know, but um uh, but putting all that aside,
1: this one's wet at least. <laughs> Wow! Under the sea. Under the sea. (laughs) It's It's going
0: to be a massive uh, success, I think, and because even someone like me, who like hates, who like hated all the previous uh, remakes, like like quote unquote live action. They're not really live action remakes. They're just you know, different type of animation. Now there are humans. humans, Like there are humans. humans. Now
1: with humans, that's what they should call them. But now with
0: with humans (laughs) humans edition. (laughs) Animated film, the little mermaid now with humans. That's what it should be called. Um, (laughs) But uh, yes, I, uh, even I, who is extremely cynical about these movies, I am kind of, I kind of have a little bit of excitement of checking out this one. So I'm saying the little mermaid, my number three.
1: Right. Did anybody else uh, clock the fact that uh, Dave conflated the songs from Toy Story and Little Mermaid and, and created a new song? You've was, got was, a you you friend like me. You, you, yeah, have, you okay. ain't never got a friend like me. <laughs> I enjoyed that, Dave. I enjoyed that.
2: you got a friend in me and friend like
1: me. Different songs. Friend like me. You ain't never got a friend yeah. in me like me.
2: <laughs> I, for one, am hoping Disney... Maybe in a couple years Does an animated remake of this Little Mermaid Because I'd really like to see the story (laughs) in animation
1: Yeah, Mm that would be great
0: It is too early for me to be taking this kind of abuse from Jeff (laughs) Um, Never too early, Dave! Jermaine, if you pick what I think you're going to pick for number four I'm going to crap a brick
2: Okay. I almost just flipped it, but I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to keep it. What, I, and what and are we going to do this
1: it, year when there's three winners of the movie it's winners? Not, it's <laughs> not
0: going to happen. <laughs> I think, I think uh, first of all, what this whole exercise has reinforced to me is we need to have everyone submit their picks in advance so you can't make last second cho- like changes.
4: Well, you That's, used to do that.
0: Yeah, okay, let's do that next year. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jermaine not- Lucier, your number four pick yeah. for summer 2023 domestic box office.
2: I'm not changing it. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have the same pick here. I mean, again, it gets so hard we get down the list, but um, and, and I, a lot of people earlier in the year were telling me like, this is going to be the number one in the movie this summer. But then you look at the, the uh, you know, the patented Peter of comps and you're like, there's no way. <laughs> D- Dave is already holding his head as he knows I'm going to say Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Wow. Okay. All okay. right. All right. All right. Um, and I think, I think, you know, people think that it's going to get a residual bump from Top Gun. And even if it gets a residual bump, the last mission Impossible fallout was the most successful. It did 260 million, very successful, but to be like the number one movie, the summer, it has to do double that. I just don't see that happening. I think it maybe beats that. Maybe. Um, I think, I think the part one in the title is a bad choice. I think people be like, why would I go see part one? Just call it dead reckoning and name the other one that. So, but it's Mission Impossible, Macquarie, Cruz. We know it's going to be great. That's my pick for number four this summer.
0: All right, great number four pick. Bold number four pick, I would say. Um, Peter Serretta, your number four pick for summer 2023 domestic box office.
4: Well, I just want to say, you guys are completely discounting the fact that if Spider-Verse even gets like one higher than what everybody, of you, all of you mm-hmm. guys are saying, that it won't just like completely... Put things in my favor, like <laughs> you, you guys are like, we all have the same list, like we're all going to tie. I'm like, nope, it could be Sp- Spider-Man. Well, just, could be- just three people. It's, sorry, Spider- is Peter is
0: even one. in
2: this competition this year? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're discounting. Do you think a movie that good or not is going to make like double what the last one made? It, uh, maybe it does. Maybe it, it
4: does. could. It could. It could. It could. Spider-Man. Um, number four on my list. I I think you guys are like underestimating the box office this summer. I think number four on this list is still going to be about 300 million. Like it, it, Jermaine's already down to like 220, 240 or whatever. I think, you know, and by the way, the last Mission Impossible made uh, 220, not 250 or something you said. Um
0: yeah, so Jermaine, I can think... you can you please stop giving us inaccurate facts? <laughs> it is driving me nuts. Okay, go ahead, Peter. The last Mission Impossible movie
1: made more than Titanic. Oh wow!
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, Quote Jermaine number Okay.
4: Number four on my list is Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny, mm. and thank goodness that, that it, happened. Yeah, I mean Crystal Skull did three seventeen, so like it's. I don't think there's as much of a fever for this movie as there was crystal skull we were coming off the indiana jones trilogy back then uh harrison ford was younger i i I know jeff hasn't seen the trailers for this but the trailers look amazing but i Mm -hmm. still don't think little kids are excited about seeing an old man running on top of we said that about top gun and
5: and they watched a man fly plane so yeah hey i think this is
4: gonna make good money it's gonna make 300 Maybe mm-hmm. three twenty, and I think that is enough to put you in number four, maybe number three. I don't know. I th- I still think Little Mermaid is going to make like four hundred, you know, <laughs> three seventy or something. It's uh, bo- like, but
0: like, like, like just I, my mind breaks when I look at the Lion King page on Box Office Mojo yeah, and see yeah, that it's made yeah. over half a, bill- a billion dollars domestic. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just like it, it's on a scale that is unimaginable to me.
1: You know? I just I'm shocked, Peter, that you think Across the Spider Verse is going to make more than that.
4: Yeah, <sighs> yeah, it, it's it's a big swing. It's, a, it, it's pretty... it is a big swing. But I mean, it, everybody can see Across the Spider Verse. Like little kids love little kids don't know who Indiana Jones is. Well, they, they could have like... gone. They could have seen the first one. They
1: it was I made mean, 190. <laughs> you're thinking, you're saying that that uh, <laughs> Indiana know, Jones I could know. make 370 million, <sighs> which puts it at number four. So you think that. Sp- well no i think it'll make, make 320 what it made
0: yeah yeah i i, I, know. I you know I, I hate to say the following words but i agree with jeff uh <laughs> this is a nonsense pick um
3: wow, <laughs> like, like, wow. given
0: given uh, i'm not saying indiana jones of the dial of destiny won't come in fourth i'm saying it's weird to put spider-man above uh, above the little mermaid and that you know what i'm saying like that's that's the weird thing but anyway.
2: I, yeah. I, yeah. want it to be. I want it to be so good that it makes that much money because I'm that excited for Spider Verse, maybe more than anything except for Indy. But I mean there's so there's a huge pocket of people who don't like who are like it's animated, I'm not going.
0: Yeah.
5: And you know, yeah. Indiana
2: Jones doesn't have that. You know, and I yeah. think if you're looking
1: at those two Yeah,
0: true. all those people that were like, It's animated, yeah. I'm not going to the Super Mario Brothers movie
1: if there's one thing you can say about harrison ford is he's
4: barely animated at this point
3: <laughs> well, very i animated. mean he, he
4: oh, won't yeah. be animated in this one <laughs> yeah. because there'll be a cg harrison yeah, ford yeah,
0: yeah 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 um all right well that's peter sarah's number four pick davinder hard your number four pick for summer 2023 domestic box office so i don't
5: think we're talking much about how thirsty audiences are right now like i think amari proved it i think people this is going to be an obscene box office because it is going to be kind of a return to form so for that reason my number four is the little mermaid for every everything you yes. guys have said already i don't think it's gonna be good but it has made a ton of money but i also think the floor of of money that these movies are going to make is much higher than we expect to so that's that's going to explain some of my later picks
0: but yeah little, but, little mermaid for four devendra also putting yeah, Spider-Man across the yes. Spider-Verse, above the Little Mermaid. I just think that is going to that is, is going to is gonna Mary be pass. the the, uh, the you know the mm. fo- the f- flaw. what is the critical flaw? <laughs> the you flaw. Know, like, the
5: flaw. I don't know. <laughs> What's the but word the I'm looking is,
0: for? That's like the thing that makes the whole house tumble. Like I don't <laughs> anyway. want.
5: It would be nice if all of our lists weren't like exactly the same. You know. So, yes. oh, Well, thank Cho- you for, choices were made.
0: Thank you, know? you for making switching it up and giving us a variety to But that is Javinger's <laughs> number four: The Little yes. Mermaid. Jeff Kanata, your number four pick for summer twenty twenty three domestic box office.
1: I was very uncertain about this. In fact, I was so sure I was going to have this higher than anybody else in the in in the competition. (laughs) But number four for me is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Wow. I I honestly thought there's no way anybody's going to put a a movie whose predecessor made one hundred ninety million in the number four spot. So I'm taking a swing, but no. Uh, Peter, they're swinging ahead of me. Yeah, this, this uh, is what so,
5: real
2: boldness is, Jeff.
1: Yeah, I, I really,
2: um, Spider-Man I think got to swing.
1: There <laughs> could be a pretty big drop between number three and number four, in in the list, money wise. Um, I think this, this, I think the entire summer is going to be making a lot more money than last summer, obviously. <laughs> but I think Guardians, Indiana Jones, and Little Mermaid, for me, in that order, are going to be in that pushing four hundred million spots jostling for that 400 million threshold and then i think spider-man across the spider-verse at number four is going to be considerably lower than that uh and i think the rest of the movies are going to all be in that 250 pushing three place so so that gives me a little more like i could see the sequel to uh i feel like people discovered the first spider-man animated movie at home you know, because we were in COVID and we all, and I think it it, it garnered a little bit of that occult um, film quality to it that you wouldn't think of a, a Spider-Man movie as having, but I think this one does. And so I do think the sequel is going to do better than the first one. I don't think it's going to be in that 350 place, but I do think that, you know, more people are excited about this movie than were excited about the first one. They sort of discovered what was special about that first one, and I think it will do better and we will ride Spider-Man superhero-ness uh, to, to the number four spot.
0: All right, great choice for Jeff's number four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Guys, I am I, awash with conflicting emotions because, first of all, <laughs> at this point, I think I can say everyone now has a different list, right? So that's awesome. I, I was really nervous Jeff was going to pick my number four, and then I'd have the same list as Jeff's, which is like, I don't want the stench of death on my list, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so, uh. That that
5: would be a list from somebody who's incredibly informed versus somebody who has no no clue. That that would be a really upsetting, that'd be hilarious.
0: That'd be an upsetting development for me. (laughs) Um, but also now I'm nervous because no one else has chosen what my number four movie is gonna be. And this, this is now, this is like, this could be my downfall. Uh huh. But my number four choice for the summer twenty twenty three domestic box office is The Flash. Mm, right, um,
1: interesting, no,
0: interesting.
1: I had no, no idea where to put that movie, man. I, that yes, movie is a complete wild card to me. It I, is
0: I, so. It, there's multiple wild cards of which this is one, right? Like, and and yeah, this movie could make over three hundred million dollars, I think, or it could be a horrible failure. Um, I and I just want to point out that. Uh, Ezra Miller has been going on a reign of terror around the country and it is sad that this movie will financially benefit him uh, benefit them I should say Mm -hmm. and potentially enable them to do even more terrible things Um, but also the heads of Warner like people at you know James Gunn the head of Warner Brothers has been saying um, this is the best if not like one of the best if not the best superhero film they've ever seen. They haven't been saying that about Blue Beetle. They haven't been saying yeah. that about Shazam. Um now uh, yeah, like take it with a grain of salt because they have financial they want interest it to be but, one but of they're the not best. saying they're yeah. not saying that about the other movies, right? Like and um you know, this is in the trailer, Jeff Canada so like and I think you already know this. Yeah, right? I but, know it. But uh so I'm going to reveal what's in the trailer for uh The Flash but Michael Keaton as Batman is in this movie. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just think that is going to have a big pull. Like Batman, the OG Batman Tim Burton was one of the most successful movies of the era. And there's going to be a lot of older people that are going to like want to come back just to see what that's about. Like, oh, I want to... Plus, multiverse stuff is doing big. Um, No Way Home, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, The Flash is another multiverse movie. So
1: So
3: that's why I
0: think it's going to be a... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, Jeff. Um
1: I, I, I this that's why this movie is such a wild card to me, is because do you compare it to Shazam? Do you compare right. it to B B tier DC characters movie? Do you compare it to right. Aquaman, which did 350 plus? Do you compare it to a Batman movie? Yeah. Like what do yeah. you compare it to? What is it? All, it all are people them, gonna go to this yeah. movie yeah. because it's a Batman movie? They're mm-hmm. certainly marketing it like a Batman movie. Uh or is it going to have the weird, you know, the weird DC in a weird place, not right. the kind of faltering? This
0: could be a massive failure. Like I, I Shazam did not crack sixty million dollars domestic, which is a fiasco, right?
1: Shazam didn't have Batman in it.
0: Didn't have Batman. didn't have Batman in it. But then, yeah, yeah, the, the Ezra Miller of it all is also really complicated. This, this is, is this is a real it one. stinks. I don't think that will affect. Audiences like I think, I think most probably
5: people right. have no yeah. clue yeah. Yeah. about his yeah, shenanigans, but yeah. yeah.
2: What's interesting here is that uh so this movie opens June sixteenth, right? And yeah. Warner Brothers is so confident in it. Like I said mentioned earlier, they're showing it in the last week of April, which is next week when we're recording this, at CinemaCon to all the distributors of movie theaters, right? They did that last year for a little movie called Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Right. So when when CinemaCon has a movie and also last year, Black Phone played, which was a big hit uh respectively which made the top 10 made the top right 10 exactly ones. so right. i think yeah. when when a studio has a good movie they know they have a good movie they, they i think the...
0: they know they have the goods here and, and the trailers have the been good the yeah. trailers they have been pretty have, good they too. could have they yeah. could
2: have backrolled it with all of the bad press right but they yeah. know they had something and so yeah. they've held it so i think it's a bold pick dave but i, I don't think you're wrong i mean it's, yeah. a, it's a wild card like you said
0: we'll see we'll see all right well that is my number four choice for summer 2023 domestic box office We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Summer Movie Wager right after this.
1: It's time for me to jump in here and tell you about our sponsor, ExpressVPN. You've heard me talk lots of times about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy. But choosing a VPN you trust is equally important. Now, I like to do research on our sponsors, and I only recommend brands to listeners of the Filmcast that I believe in. And I can tell you... ExpressVPN is the VPN I use, here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your online activity. Lots of cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers, but ExpressVPN does not do that. They even developed a technology, trusted server, that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two, speed. Speed, that's huge. ExpressVPN now uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol that they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. I can tell you, I've tried many VPNs in the past and they can sometimes slow my connection, but ExpressVPN is always blazing fast and lets me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart is how easy it is to use. You don't need any technical skills to set things up. You just fire up the app, and tap one button to connect. That's it, even your grandparents could do it. Or, you know, Dave Chen. Anyway, it's not just me saying this. CNET, Business Insider, The Verge, and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN, the number one VPN in the world, 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 world. So protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use our link expressvpn.com slash filmcast today and get an extra three months free on the one-year package that's expressvpn.com slash filmcast visit expressvpn.com slash f-i-l-m-c-a-s-t to learn more
0: welcome back to the filmcast before we continue let's just do uh, some weekly plugs Weekly plugs a part of the show each week where we plug something else we've been making. Jermaine Lucier, you want to throw out a plug for something you're working on these
2: days? Um, I'm just going to plug everything because I'm not on every week. So uh, you can read my stuff (laughs) at io9.com. I just posted some stuff for the new um, uh, Damon Lindelof show, Mrs. Davis, which is really, really cool. And uh, Mm -hmm. we'll have Mandalorian finale stuff this week. Uh, And uh, I'll be gloating about my summer movie uh, Victory later this summer on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Jermaine Lucier. Peter Soretta, throw out a weekly plug for us.
4: Uh, you can find me on Ordinary Adventures. We cover travel, food, theme parks. Recently, we went to all the Southern California theme parks. We ate every single pizza to tell you which is the best pizza in Southern California theme parks. Uh, should you eat pizza at the parks? Find out.
1: All right. Do you have children, uh, you'll be eating pizza at the parks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Will it be bad? <laughs> probably. <laughs>
0: Devinder Hardwar, your weekly plug?
4: Oh, yeah. Last
5: week, uh, Warner Brothers confirmed they're changing HBO Max to Max. So over at Engadget, I wrote a piece about why that, that was probably necessary, even if the name is not great. And we also talked about it on the Engadget podcast. So check out those things. Just search my name and Engadget. Jeff Kanata,
1: your yeah, weekly plug? Oh. What was the the least valuable part of that title? Yeah, the HBO part. Definitely yeah, the, HBO the least part. valuable yeah, part of that yeah, title. Yeah. Um, it's, cleaner. I, it's cleaner. It's cleaner. It's cleaner. My weekly plug is uh, the fact that I returned to the dungeon run for a very short two-shot adventure. It requires no previous knowledge, although if you did watch the show, you'll probably be rewarded with some fun Easter eggs. But I went back. We. It was the first time since... May nineteenth of twenty twenty, whatever the the mm-hmm. literally wow. the day they canceled the NBA because of the pandemic was the last day I sat around a table with these five people and played Dungeons and Dragons. Returned to being in the same room, sitting around the table playing Dungeons and Dragons with uh, five wonderful humans, and uh, we did a wacky, fun, weird adventure. Where I t- take their characters to the circus, and uh, it's called the Grand Bazaar. Episode one has hit YouTube. Uh, Episode two will hit YouTube this coming week. And it is a two-shot. So it's just those two episodes. Uh, You can see why uh, we had so much fun. And maybe it'll entice you to watch uh, the other 115 (laughs) episodes we did. But uh, those two are self-contained, self-contained story. Uh, So I urge you to check it out. You can find it on the Dungeon Run YouTube channel uh, or as an audio podcast as well, if you like, like listening to it that way.
0: Uh, For my weekly plug, I'm going to encourage you to check out all the stuff going on over at Decoding TV. Check out it at uh, at podcast.decodingtv.com. Currently, we're covering shows like Succession, Beef, as well as Barry. Uh, And check it out at podcast.decodingtv.com. It is the Decoding TV podcast network. All right, folks, let's get to the rest of our list. Jermaine Lucier, we had reached your number five for 2023 Summer Domestic Box Office. What is your number five?
2: Uh, number five is where I put Across the Spider-Verse. And I think it definitely could do more. And I, like I said, I'd like it to do more. I think it's going to make more than the last film. I think everybody's already said, you know, the last film was a little bit of a surprise, went on to be an Oscar winning mega hit. I think the hype for Spider-Man, a hype for animation uh, that uh like this uh, is going to bring people back in. I just think it's, There's these other movies ahead of it, you know, the ones that we've already talked about that are just going to outgross it. And I don't think that's any downside. So I
4: think across the Spider-Verse coming in at the five slot.
0: All right. Solid choice. Peter Saretta, you're number five.
4: I'm so so unsure about almost every single (laughs) placement on this list. I will say that if this was last year, you guys would have given me so much crap. For putting Spider Verse, you've given me a little crap, but you've hedged your bets, guys. Like I feel like Maverick has changed the game. Like you're like I'm not going to say anything. Makes sense anymore. Nothing makes sense. Once bitten, twice shy, (laughs) Peter. (laughs) You don't want to be roasted on the finale. Like yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, uh, number five on my list. I I'm not sure this this could end up being higher. Mission Impossible. I, Ooh. I mean, the series generally does about two hundred million. The last one did two twenty, which I thought might be the top of like you know. This is a more adult. You need to. Uh, it's more active. You can't just like go there and eat popcorn and not pay attention. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it, it's a how high can it go? But could it get the Top Gun Maverick bump with Tom Cruise? Do people will people you know jump over from Maverick to this? I, I think it's two different movies. I don't know. I, I, this could be higher. I, I, I'm actually kind of regretting I didn't put this higher, but it's number five in the <laughs> wow. list.
0: Okay. All right. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part One. I think that, in, in a bit of foreshadowing, I'm going to say, I think that's a solid place for that
5: movie.
0: Hard hmm. um, Hardwar. <laughs> Your number five movie of 2023 Domestic Box
5: Office. My Summer. number five is The Flash for pretty much every reason. You said, Dave, like I think this movie is going is, is quietly going to, you know, do really well because of Batman, because of so many things. Um, we've seen multiple things in that trailer that I think are really interesting and compelling and may not just be Michael Keaton showing up. So there, there's a lot of things happening and seem really exciting about this despite the the you know massive ezra miller outside of that so i think this one will do really well and the trailers look cool like i have no excitement for this movie but damn do the visuals look really really interesting
0: i am actually stunned that jermaine and peter don't have the flash in any Mm -hmm. of their top five Mm -hmm. um i guess they're just not thinking it's going to do very well so we'll see what happens
4: Um, even justice league did did like 229 million is this going to do bigger than justice league Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a good. It's a good question.
4: Well, Aquaman did uh, 350. Uh, to, yeah. to
0: be fair, also, I think what you're not factoring in there, Peter, is Justice League was a very bad movie. Um, and apparently the Flash <laughs> is, is good. So, like, you know, who, maybe it's maybe Try the Flash being will good. Turn, maybe the good. Fl- yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe the Flash will turn out to not be a good movie. Like, I love
1: knows? how we've all shed our cynicism in the wake of Top Gun Maverick. It's like, well, the movies are good. So people like good movies. If you cut to pre-pandemic summer movie wager, it's all like the garbage films will be at the top because the audience loves
4: garbage. By the way, how crazy is it? Yeah, how crazy is it that none of us? There's a Transformers movie coming out this summer, and none of us have said the word Transformers until now.
2: There's another none big of us franchise. May not say it at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's another big franchise. There's a
3: franchise. lot of big movies yeah, that could sure. really yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's movies that could legit be number one that nobody has mentioned yet.
3: <laughs> this is true. <laughs> all
0: right, Jeff Kanata, your number five film of t- summer 2023 domestic box office.
1: I am in the Peter Soretta camp, baby. I think this is a trap pick. But I'm doing it. I'm falling into the trap. <laughs> this is, hey, remember how Tom Cruise ran up your butt last night, last year? Guess what? Don't make that mistake again, my little voice in my head goes. And so I go, well, okay. Well, I bet that Mission Impossible movie will be number five. Guess what? Let me probably wrong. Probably a <laughs> trap pick. Peter's like, well, it could be even higher. It probably is going to be lower. But you know what? I fell into the trap. It's number five. I'm doing it. I'm like, you know, I, I can't bet against Cruz. Even though this franchise, you, you said the exact same words, Peter. Different movies. It's not Top Gun, and I don't think the hundred percent reason for Top Gun success was Tom Cruise. I also don't think the hundred percent reason for Top Gun success was the fact that Tom Cruise did all his own stunts. These are the the the, the things that these movies share, but I don't think that's the reason the Top Gun crushed everybody last year Mm -hmm. so all of that said i'm still pick mission impossible dead reckoning part one as my number five (laughs) because uh i don't know falling into the trap
2: hey i got a four
0: you know it happens that's that's jeff's number five mission impossible dead reckoning part one um I hate this <laughs>
2: yes,
0: <laughs> because yes. my number five choice is also mission impossible dead reckoning part one. That means that my list and Jeff's list is virtually identical except for our number four picks.
1: Yeah. It's really who the flash or Spider-Man, which superhero will save each of us. This sucks. Um, I am not a fan of this at all.
0: Uh, I, I, everything you guys have said is true. Like my logic is Tom Cruise is going to get a top gun Maverick bump. But he will get a uh, the opposite of a bump. What's the opposite of a bump? Um, valley. Valley? Yeah. <laughs> <Dip>. <laughs> he will get a yeah. valley because uh, of, as you said, Jermaine, the part one divot? designation. <laughs> it's
1: a divot? He's going to get problem?
0: a divot. Plateau. He's <laughs> going yeah. to get the part one divot. Because, yeah, it's a terrible title. Like uh, Also... So I think there's going to be more people willing to check out a Tom Cruise movie this summer uh, than there would have been if mm-hmm. Top
2: Gun: Maverick hadn't. And made again, seven. the
5: trailers look sick as hell. Like yeah. they are and not the shying trailer, away from
0: showing the money shots.
5: The yeah.
2: trailer they played in front of every screening of Top Gun: Maverick as well, like a year mm-hmm. ahead yeah. of the time. You know. Yeah.
0: So I, I think it's going to get a bump, and then it's going to get a little divot. Because of the fact that it's part one and it's a Mission Impossible movie. Then it's gonna maybe, spread a, a wingsuit
5: and just like glide, yeah. glide through the rest a- of the a- summer. A- yeah. a- and
0: maybe people will be like, um, I don't wanna see, it. I- I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie and it's a part one. That's too intimidating for me, average <laughs> moviegoer. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs>
4: they, they they have taken part one off of Spider Verse. It was originally going to yep. be a part one. Yep. You know they took part one off of Infinity War. Like it, it clearly is a thing that people don't want to see a movie with like a part one in the title. Yeah. But yeah. Mission yeah, Impossible's like
1: movie tanked. Remember that? Oh, mm. oh wait, no, have called it we didn't. The Mission Impossible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Mockingjays. Oh, you
0: are spicy today, Jeff. You are spicy today. I, li- I like okay. how
1: you, I, you've got your finger on the pulse of the American moviegoer, Dave, yeah. when you're like, yeah. oh, what are these titles? It's so <laughs> bewildering to me. Yep. Yep. That is my impression. That is
0: my impression.
2: Thank it's you. It's very good.
0: Jeff. All right. Jermaine Lucier, your number six pick for summer
2: 2023 domestic box office. Uh, number six. This is where I have the flash. I, I, I think, you know, I think for all the reasons we said, I think it could be a big hit for the reasons we haven't said, I think DC's like Marvel where it's in a flux here, you know, like guardians could really screw us all. If people don't care about Marvel anymore, they obviously do to an extent DC Shazam did not do well. This is in this weird transition. Do I need to see it for the new movies? Do, is this going to reset it? Wait, why is Michael Keaton in there? Um, I, I think it might be confusing to people, the multiverse stuff in this one, but then again, it hasn't for all these other Spider-Man movies, uh, multiverse movies, though, to be fair, they didn't sell that, uh, all the other movies for Spider-Man, it kind of was a surprise quote unquote. So I think number six is fair. Uh, It could be higher. Like you guys have put it and I have no problem with that, but um, it's, it's an interesting case as many movies are this summer.
0: Indeed. That's the flash. Jermaine's number six pick Peter Serena, your number six pick for summer 2023 domestic box office. I
4: hate to say this, but I agree with Jermaine. The flash is my number six. I, I, I don't know. I think this could do like justice league numbers, uh, the Batman of it all, like messes it up. Like I, I, who knows what, but I, I mean, it, there's also the fact that like, it, I think Jermaine kind of, um,
0: I, I, I just, I, I have to say I, I'm finding the justice league comp as like one of the most nonsensical things you're saying to Like not only was that movie bad, but it also had like tremendous production issues, obviously Ezra Miller and their issues yeah, are yeah. like, but I'm talking about like the making of the movie was a problem. This movie has been done for a while. Like, I, I just thought there's think also the, a
1: good comp yeah there's also no the component on of, the shelf for a while can be bad yeah
4: <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> but there's also the component of this that there's a new dc and like th- I mean theoretically this could be the transition into that new dc of resetting the universe and I'm guessing that's what's going to happen but I think a lot of people are probably like looking at Shazam or Black Adam and they're like this is the old dc like why do I need to watch this this is like all gonna be thrown out. Like Ezra Miller's not gonna be the flash in this new James Gunn DC. So maybe there's a, a bit of that too, but I don't know. Maybe maybe that's maybe general audiences don't even think about that. So I don't know.
0: We'll see. Um but yeah the flash you know it's not you put the flash number six. That's not like that far different yeah. from where I put it. I put a number four. So you know we're we're talking, you know just like a difference of probably a hundred million dollars or something like that. You know, it's not not that <laughs> Just big. 100, of, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's $100 Just a $100, million hundred million dollars. Between friends, yeah. guys. Come on. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, all right. Devinder Hardware, your number six pick.
5: My number six, I'm gonna say a word that has not been uttered on this episode yet. A movie that I think people will actually want to see. Elemental.
3: Ooh. I think
5: wow. there is oh, a desire <laughs> for like a Pixar.
3: A Pixar comeback,
5: especially after Lightyear failed so hard. Um, I I don't know if this movie's gonna be any good, but everything I've seen from it is very much giving me inside out vibes. Let's remember how much money inside out a lot, 350 million dollars. Like, I think there is a desire for that, like the things that hit so well about a Pixar movie that we haven't really gotten in a long, long while. So I think that is gonna lead families right to this. And looking at the strong reaction to the Mario movie, too, like people are going back to theaters like people people just want this they want to be in the theaters getting those old vibes back so i i'm i'm betting this will be hopefully pretty good and do
2: really well i, I know better mm-hmm. me than to crap on anybody uh, about yeah, a, a yeah. bold pick right <laughs> I, I don't disagree <laughs> I, I i disagree with this pick a little bit uh um it, it is not on my top 10 um wow but oh, i think wow. but i think um I, I don't know pixar it feels like dc marvel i think we're getting maybe people aren't really as drawn to it just on the brand you know and this one doesn't have it's hard you can't compete with Mario Mario mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. that IP right Elemental yep. is an original story which we love from Pixar and I hope the movie I think the movie will probably be really good but um and there's also a lot of family competition this year you know not an, mm-hmm. and even animated competition when you get a look at spider-verse you know um and uh and, and Ninja Turtles and some other stuff you know so like it's a it's a, it's a crowded summer so Davinnger it's an interesting pick uh, we'll see. I think
0: that what has happened with Pixar is kind of a modern tragedy. Um, It's sad. It Mm -hmm. is sad. And what I'm referring to is uh, they haven't had a box office hit in several years, um, largely because of the pandemic, largely because Bob Chapik or whoever the hell else was running things sent all Pixar movies straight to streaming. Turning Uh, Red sent straight to streaming. I was going to say they haven't had
1: a box office release (laughs) other than Lightyear. Other than
0: Lightyear, right, which was uh, widely regarded as a failure. Uh, but even in their heyday, with yeah, you know, Inside Out did really well. Coco was released in 2017. Um, that movie made 800 million dollars worldwide. Yeah, but only uh, two ten domestic, domestic, right? Mm So, I, I, I like I think Pixar is a force for good in our universe. Like I love the work that they do, but increasingly it feels like Mm -hmm. what people want is. The Super Mario Brothers movie. They sure, want sure, sure. reheated leftovers. They don't want like bold original yeah. you know, vision. I mean, it's, it's funny depressing. you think that, Dave. Yeah. You're not
5: really supporting that, apparently. Like the the way you're framing this right now. Well, I'm if you really believed support- in Pixar, you, you you think this would do well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This
0: is a this is my in, incredible cynicism about the movie going yeah. public. Which, yeah. as a, you know, as Jeff pointed out, I've been trying to demonstrate throughout this whole uh, process. <laughs> so, uh, I, I it is also not in my top ten. Um wow but i', I, That's I lo- surprising. I love that you believe in them because I wish I believed in them. you know, I wish I had the strength to believe in them from a box office perspective. That said, I think Elemental will be an awesome movie, so uh, mm-hmm. there's no I think you know no doubt I think
1: about Coco that. for me, Coco is the comp for the for that yeah. movie yeah mm-hmm. I think it's, and i and I think that puts it in the top ten i mean i i'll I'll wait and talk about it when it when it yeah. shows up in my list, but I do think that um you you, you can. You can believe or not believe in Pixar, but what you need to believe in is desperate parents.
5: Desperate parents mm-hmm. of kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. They and need EC to the get those
1: kids in a movie. And and there's a whole segment of kids for whom Spider-Verse feels a little too adult. They're not going to go see Guardians. They're going to go see Little Mermaid. And then they're going to go see Elementals. Like mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it feels to me.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, don't look up the uh, box office for Lyle Lyle Crocodile, Jeff. Um, yeah. All right, so <laughs> Jeff Canada. <let's... laughs> also, Jeff,
4: do not watch the trailer for Elemental. <laughs> mm. no, not good. I mean, it might not be good.
1: Anyway, Jeff
0: that's not Canata. my number six. Yeah, you're a number six pick for My number six is also
1: yeah. something that nobody's brought up yet. And I may have it too high, but I think this is solid. I think you guys are underestimating. I'm surprised DaVinci is under- underestimating mm. it. The only movie on the list that sounds like a laxative.
3: mm
5: Fast X. Soon. Soon. <laughs> soon. I will We're talk getting about
3: there. It.
2: We're getting there. We'll get there. <laughs> Isn't it wild, though? Like, th- these movies have made so much money, uh, but there, there's so many questions of the
1: last few. Jeff, I'm curious and they're,
5: why their domestic here. is not as strong as their international. and it's they slowing
4: down, yeah. too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that's why it's down to six for me, which, you know, I think there's a case to be made that it could be in the top three, you know? And I think comparing it to the last, to Fast 9, which is was weird. It was delayed. It was in the. Yeah. It came out in the during the pandemic. Like it's all that's all just feels irrelevant or not irrelevant, but but misleading. And I think this I think people are going to come out for this movie. I think it's going to make like two hundred fifty million dollars. I think it's going to be. I agree. Right at number six. Like that's like my number six money is two two hundred fifty. And I think uh, I think I'm confident. Fast X in that spot.
0: That That is a solid pick, Jeff. Uh, I, the, you know, my animating theory for my list, honestly, has been about trajectories. It's been about um, where are things going, right? And if you look at the fast numbers, they are going down over time. Like, yes. the, yeah. I feel like fast and furious franchise has peaked and <laughs> it is on the decline. And the last movie, yeah, you, as you said, it was a weird movie, but it only made. Um, uh, like one seventy, right? One uh, one seventy three million fast night. Now, Fate of the Furious, which was released in twenty seventeen, made two twenty six domestic. Mm-hmm. But I think we're due for a come down, even from that, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's the Jason Momoa I think With factor. Momoa involved,
3: so,
1: yeah. I think I think that he's, we're gonna get a Momoa bump.
0: Okay, you okay. Know, I, but I okay, th- but also, <laughs> uh, I think it's very possible the movie is going to be even worse than usual, and that's because that it had a very yeah. troubled production.
4: Yeah. Um yeah. Uh,
0: just yeah, you don't think that matters. That's, that's I don't fine. think that matters.
1: This yeah. movie these movies are cartoons. You know, yeah. they literally had two dudes in a car in space last time. It Doesn't yeah. matter. You know, yeah. it's it, 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 it we're but here for the the, the, the
5: the I will say there is a baseline of quality we expected from
0: the recent ones, it may even be lower than that. So,
5: repeat reviews yeah, may you, not you happen. Thank you. That that's, that
0: is all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying, okay? Um but we'll see. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. funny we rarely talk about how good the movie is going to be during our our list but we don't know how good the movies are going to be and i'm going to say you know that it's all the goodness is going to be cancelled out by the fact that the movie is probably going to be worse than usual um so we'll see we'll see all right that's jeff's number six my number six pick for summer 2023 domestic box office is spider-man across spider-verse um i think this movie is going to make about as much slightly more than the last spider-man which puts it at around So that is why it's my number two, my number six pick. I do feel a little nervous about putting it this low because what I am saying is this movie makes around 200, 220. And then literally every other movie I've named makes way more than that, right? Like Mission Impossible, The Flash, Little Mermaid, Indiana Jones, Dial Destiny, Guardians. I feel okay about it. I feel okay about it. But it's, uh, it does set me on edge. A little bit. So that's I am a little nervous about that. But that's my number six pick. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We're going to take a break for one last sponsor. We'll be right back with more. Uh, Summer Movie Wager right after this.
1: This episode of the Film Cast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, even when you get older, you can learn things about yourself. New things about yourself. There's no time, I have learned, as a person who's now in my 40s, there is no time... When you stop learning new revelations about yourself and realizing things that you've been doing that have probably been driving people nuts or driving yourself nuts, getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process. We're always growing and changing. As a father now uh, of two kids who are teaching me more about myself, I'm learning that there are things that I can work on to make myself a better dad, a better husband, a better person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding. Because sometimes we, we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you're starting from. I certainly have gained quite a lot from being able to talk through the things that I've learned about myself, being able to set boundaries, boundaries, learning positive coping skills. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It's not just for the people that have experienced major trauma. It's it's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is you fill out a, a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash filmcast today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash filmcast, F-I-L-M-C-A-S-T. All
0: right, folks, let's talk about number seven picks. Jermaine Lucier, your number seven pick for summer 2023, 2023 domestic box office. I swear I will get it right at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that
2: phrase. Uh Number seven here is where I put Fast X. Um, I am a huge fan of this fan, fan or this franchise. Um, but I do think you guys, what you guys said for the last pick there, is right. The, the, the quality is declining. I do know a friend who's seen this and said it wasn't great. And if they said it wasn't great, it's probably even worse than that.
0: Um, <laughs> wow, but Jermaine, are, Jermaine putting his wow. unnamed friend on blast. Yeah, I know right <laughs> on, on this field idiot field. I know who doesn't have any <laughs> yeah. taste whatsoever. If but, but, he said it was good then if he said it was bad it's gotta be dog shit basically <laughs> okay
1: anyway.
2: go ahead No 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 um, but I do and I do think like you know they're, they're wrapping this up this is their dead reckoning part one right this is their second part and I, I think uh, I think they're gonna try to throw the kitchen sink at it so that could be good but like it' comp- and the main thing that really told back for me though isn't really the quality because you said that maybe it doesn't matter it's the competition. It comes out the week before Little Mermaid, I believe. And, you know, Guardians will still be in different theaters. Audience. It's just like a different audience, sure. Disagree but I think. Disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I, am I, just, in the, I am in the target audience for both films, but okay. Hashtag right. family under
1: the sea.
2: Right. But there are other movies that could siphon it off. Spider Man's two weeks after that. There's The Machine, which is a, you know, like there's so many other things. So I think it's going to be a hit. I just don't think it's going to be. I think, like I said, I think uh, Fate of the Furious is the comp. And, uh, you know, uh, and that puts it here-ish. Again, I, I hope I'm wrong. I want all these movies to make $700 million because they're going to be so good, but we know that some movies usually disappoint, and I have a feeling Fast X is going to do that.
0: All right. Uh, I'm kind of right there with you, Jermaine. Peter Saretta, your number seven pick for summer 2023 domestic box office. Uh,
4: Dave, you know how you've been annoyed with, Jeff and his list and how it's been similar. I, I feel like Jermaine has been cribbing off the bottom of my list of the top 10 <laughs> because I have, I have fast X at number seven as well. I, I, I don't know. I think this is going to do a little bit better than fast nine and Hobbs and Shaw, which both did 173. I think like this might do, you know, fate of the furious numbers because, you know, you have the, the actors that you mentioned, you have Brie Larson, you have Momoa, you have, uh, this is being presented as the final two chapters of the Fast Saga. What does that mean? It, it means that that's what they're saying for now, and then they'll make movies later on. But um, I also think, I don't know, I, I, I think there's just an audience for these movies. It is crazy that this is so low down our list. But uh, again, you said the, the international numbers do so much higher. But this yeah. is also May 19th. This has the whole summer to, you know, has a whole racetrack of the whole summer to to run. So...
0: All right, that's Peter's number 7 fast X. Devine, your Hardware your number 7 pick for Summer 2023 domestic box office.
5: My number 7 is Fast X. Be- because of everything we've all said and it maybe it may not be as good like my I do remember we talked about this news. Like my heart broke when uh, when we learned that uh you know that the directors were changing up that Jeremy Lin you know w- was not coming back. So yeah. It's, uh... Justin Lin, not... Uh, Justin Lin, not sorry. Insanity. Justin, not no, I'd like insanity. to see Insanity. Like, yeah, it, it was, seemed to Justin Lin, movie. like, I <laughs> do... <laughs> the dude, like, resurrected the franchise and it does break my heart that he's not back for this. He was so... the
0: caretaker of the franchise for many years. You know, he made... He's made mm-hmm. more fast mm-hmm. movies than anyone else. And Vin Diesel was like, not good enough, buddy. Not good enough. Well, it's the whole thing. But,
5: but... I don't hate Louis Leterrier. I have liked some of his earlier action movies. I do remember like, you know, Transporter, Transporter 1 and 2 were a lot of fun. So if he can achieve some of that, uh, that would be nice. Um, But yeah, number seven seems about right here.
0: All right. That's Davindra's number seven choice, Fast X. Jeff Kanata, your number seven choice.
1: Well, this is where I put the Flash. I did not have the information you guys had about it (laughs) being reportedly very good.
0: (laughs) According to people who made the movie. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, So, you know, (laughs) I'm really getting worried that I put it way too low. But as I said, this over any other movie this year feels like the most unpredictable, for me, was the most unpredictable. Like this could be crushing it, Aquaman 350 plus million dollars. Cause like, why did Aquaman make that much money? But I actually enjoyed Aquaman, but you know what I mean? Like like this, Rules. people could come out because of all the stuff, all the spoilery stuff we've already kind of mentioned. That could really be, feel like a gotta go to the movie theaters yeah. to see this movie yeah. thing. Or it could totally crap the bed and, and feel like this forgettable, you know, weird uh, Me Too. Look, look, we could do we could do multiverse stuff too over here in DC. It could feel like a like cloying and and desperate, and and people could feel that and and stay away. I don't know. I put it at number seven. Ah, man, I think it's going to be in the top ten. I do. It could I be agree. way AJ. higher up, like some of you guys have put it. It could be you know middling or or even lower. I do think it's going to be in the top ten. But man, The Flash feels like a complete wild card to me. 100% agree, Jeff.
0: 100% agree. Uh, That's Jeff's number seven, The Flash. My number seven is also Fast X. I want to say I struggled Mm -hmm. really hard because my number eight pick was my number seven pick for a long time, and it would have been a really bold choice uh, to beat Fast X, and you will find out what my number eight pick is momentarily. Uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, I do think this movie is going to do between 150 and 200, and maybe even a little over 200. Uh, and so, yeah, got got to put it at number seven.
2: Also, that's- plug for, for fast. X, forgot to mention, we talked about Louis Ledier. Um, He did Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance, which is one of my favorite things Netflix has ever done. Good. And I'm like, so now I'm like, come on, Louis, bring some of that magic to it. Different production, <laughs> but I, if
1: you can know. direct the
4: Skeksis, <laughs> that's right. You can probably direct yes. Vin Diesel. That's, that's all. That's
2: I'm
1: right. <laughs> Similar
0: person. We are getting to the spot. Sorry, go ahead, Peter.
4: I was to say one thing about Flash, which is interesting, is they announced, f- you know, the movie as Flashpoint in 2017 at San Diego Comic Con. So DC was especially was supposed to do their multiverse thing before Marvel ever decided to do theirs. So it's like it's funny that like Jeff says that it ended up being that they got to it later, and they're gonna look like the idiots that are just copying Marvel. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, while they were mm. gonna, planning to do it first. Oh mm. Crisis
1: on Infinite Earths was like the original multiverse story man. It was like that was the thing that put in the comics. It was like DC was doing it. And how yeah. it, they like wiped the slate clean and rebooted all their I mean that's I obviously know there was multiverse stuff happening in comics yeah, before that, yeah. but that's like the pull flag <laughs> in the sand like we're making this a big deal. Anyway. We are in the
0: end game now and I think that these next choices we're about to say will de- be extremely determinative of who the winner is. So let's it's get to it. It's funny how
1: we started this discussion saying what a wild year and, and a list could be wildly different. And I feel like <laughs> they're more similar yeah. than I remember ever being. Ever, ever. And, and it's going to be really interesting to see how this goes because the details, one space here or there yep. is going to make massive difference. Absolutely. And especially that 10
2: spot. Yeah. 10 spot yeah. is
1: always the game changer.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Jermaine Lucier, your number eight pick.
2: First person to mention it. And I think uh, this is, to me, this is the wild card of the summer. This movie can make $700 million or it can make $70 million. And it is Warner Brothers Barbie.
3: Mm -hmm. I
2: think this is a movie that, you know, is it too subversive for audiences? Is it right down the pike of mainstream for audiences? You know, the trailer came out last week. You know, everybody is memeing it. Like every single brand, every single person Is everybody aware of it? Does that mean they're going to go see it? Or is it just in our sort of weird film, Twitter, podcast world that people are interested? I don't know. Um, But I think it easily makes $150 million. And and I think that puts it uh, at this point in the list. Uh, It could be higher. I had I was talking to a friend about this and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be like the number two movie this summer." I'm like, "Well, you're crazy." But um, <laughs> you, you um, thought the fast same X was bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, it, same, it was the same dumb ass, 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 ass friend. <laughs> the same, the same <laughs> dumb friend. Yeah, okay, exactly. I have a lot of dumb friends. Uh, I'm on a podcast <laughs> with four of them right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, this, so so Barbie. Um, I'm curious to see what you guys think and what you think, guys have. Um,
1: it. Just just to say a bit about Barbie. Um, you know, I don't watch trailers, but. Uh, somebody did tell me about a, uh, much to my chagrin, told me about a s- scene that's supposedly in the trailer about uh, beaching each other off. Yep, Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. It's Parents pretty aren't good. taking their kids to that.
5: They don't know. They have no clue, Jeff. They will just walk <laughs> in there and be confronted with that scene and have to explain it after. Uh, so. I think that... It's PG-13, I'm sure. PG-13. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, b- uh, this is a bold gamble, I think, for a Barbie movie because you want you think what you want is Barbie movie to be like the Lego movie or super Mario brothers to be the thing of, of, Oh my gosh, nostalgia, brand awareness. But it is this super subversive thing that I'm way more excited about personally, Yeah, but I think yeah. we'll not do it favors as far as That's uh, what I'm being saying. universal appeal. But if yeah. it's
2: great, again, this is our thing. It's like, if, but it's so people yeah. can turn out because you could talk to your friends Oh my God, did you hear about Barbie? It's so yeah. good. It doesn't go see- look like anything we've seen in
1: a very long time. Absolutely. Like it, I'm, I'm genuinely ready. excited yeah. to see it. Genuinely excited. I just don't think it's it's going to be, I think it's going to be too weird and off-putting for a general audience to make the top 10. I think it'll do fine, but I
4: I, I don't yeah. have it in my top 10.
0: Okay. Peter Serretto, your number eight choice.
4: I hate Jermaine because <laughs> I also have Barbie Saint, at number Saint eight. And, uh, I don't know. I think it could be 150. I I think this brand is like one of those brands that everybody knows. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, your, your Instagram or your Twitter feed was, I mean, not Dave's Twitter feed because he's not on Twitter, but everybody else's Twitter feed was filled with like those personalized Barbie, you know, poster things that they were doing. Like everybody knows Barbie. And I think I, don't know, I just think this is going to have a huge appeal. The only bummer is that this comes out on July 21st, which is only gives it about a month, and it also goes up against Christopher Nolan, which I guess is good counter-programming mm-hmm, to Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. But I, I don't know. I think this movie is going to do a lot more than I think people... than, uh, than Jeff thinks it's going to do. Well, there is a
1: whole sequence I heard about where Barbie invents the, the <laughs> fission bomb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Devinder Hardware, you're number eight.
5: This is where I put Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. I think this movie, I think it'll do pretty well. And I'm saying I think all these movies, like the the like but the box office floors we're expecting for these numbers, will be higher than than previous summers. So I do think it's gonna be audiences seem super thirsty. I think this movie this seems about right for where this movie is. I wish um, you know, I wish it was higher up on this list. I wish this franchise was getting more love from general audiences. But it's kind of not. It is kinda, it has been this weird like thing for action fans and for people who the more discerning action movie fans, you know. And I don't think this movie will change that, but it sure looks fun and I hope it does well.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh solid choice, solid slot for this one. Jeff Canada, your number eight.
1: This is where things are getting uh different. This is where games are won and lost, boys. Uh. My number eight is Pixar's Elementals. Uh, I do think The that sequel,
2: so it's not yeah, the, the sequel to the movie
0: Elemental coming out this summer, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's the Aliens to Alien. Uh-huh. This okay, is the one so, that... Yeah, the yeah. first one's a real horror movie, and this one's more of an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, That's how you know Jeff...
0: Is really familiar with the movie. Wait. He knows yeah, the title. Yeah. He believes in it
4: so <laughs> much. He knows the title. Wait, wait a yeah. second. I, I actually need to know. I need to know, Jeff, what do you know about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's
1: anthropomorphized elements. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all you need to know. He said the background
2: elements. Story. Two yeah. elements. <laughs> two elements. Yeah.
1: yeah.
5: And yeah. the rules of uh, avatar apparently apply. So the last airbender. It's oh um, so, well, hey, I'm yeah. in
1: then. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, I you know I think uh, I think that Lightyear was not typical. I I know this movie you guys have said looks bad. I hope it is not. I, I think just the design. There's not really anything else. I know you guys have talked about Cross the Spider Verse being the animated movie, mm-hmm. and and uh, obviously there's Little Mermaid, but there's not really anything else. There's usually that. Minions movie, or, or you know, there's that yeah. other... That's there's Mario like this Super year. Super Pets yeah. or some kind of other... Th- there's not really a lot of that this summer. And I think Pixar's Elementals is going to come out at a time when parents are going to be like, I want another thing to bring my kids to. Yeah. And Pixar is a safe brand, and this will be a knowable, you know, useful thing. And I think it's going to make Coco numbers. I really do think it's going to mm-hmm. be right around $200 million and, you know, maybe a little less... But I think that's gonna put it right at number eight. And I think, you know, I think it's gonna be in the top ten and and do pretty well.
0: All right. I hope you I hope you are right, Jeff. I hope you are right. Having said that, it's not my top ten. Um, so I'm dying, guys. I'm dying, I'm twisting in the wind because my list and Jermaine's list are virtually identical with the exception of two movies that are switched, and everything else is the same because my number Eight choice is also Barbie. I originally had this way higher up because I, I don't think you guys, I think you guys are all underselling the intensity of fan reaction to the trailers and marketing material so far. Like, I, I literally have not seen uh, a love and anticipation for this movie more intense than, than for literally any other film this summer. So I originally had Barbie much higher up on the mm-hmm. list. I originally thought this is going to surprise everyone. It's going to make 300 plus million dollars. I no longer feel that's true. I looked up some tracking and people are expecting it will open at around 30. Um, I think it's probably going to do way better than 30 and still like hold on for quite a bit longer. That's why I put it at the slot. I still remember when Wonder Woman trounced all of us to become the number one Mm -hmm. film of that summer. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think Wonder Woman had any masturbation jokes in it.
0: <laughs> I don't. I'm I don't pretty recall. Sure I probably did. I mean, it,
1: there yeah, yeah. was a sex joke. There yeah, was definitely. a sex joke yeah. in Wonder Woman. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: yeah, but uh, I do think this has a chance to be kind of a, a breakout success this summer. And I almost mm-hmm. put it above Fast and Furious. I mean, I, I, I think I basically think Barbie is going to surprise everyone mm-hmm. with like how. I, do, well I it still does.
5: wonder, like, who is this for? Right, because it's not for little. It's not for the actual target audience of Barbie. It's for people who grew up with Barbie. So this is a where the wild things are situation, except yeah. more fun. So but there mm-hmm. isn't yeah.
4: anybody that grew up with Barbie.
5: Yeah, nobody. Well,
4: <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: I think it's gonna be
5: Barbie's
2: been around for so long. Like I remember, I my mom had like the original Barbie dolls. It's it just mm-hmm. it's just generation spanning in a way that even Super Mario isn't. Like if we're looking at recent films, so I, a, a total wild card. But again, is it for that? Is it for my mm-hmm. you know for your parents or is it for your kids? Probably neither. So, neither. That's but the they problem. might all go. But you might all go to find out.
0: Yeah, I I don't know, guys. I I think Jeff. I think not including this in the top ten is a. gonna be a catastrophic mistake Um, well I have it as a dark horse but yeah
1: Uh, yeah, well that's my number eight (laughs) and
0: it really stinks that my number seven and eight are identical to Peter and Jermaine's seven and eight (laughs) Uh, but hopefully we start (laughs) to see more difference in the list starting with our number nines Jermaine Lucier. what's your number nine
2: my number nine is the uh, the only movie for adults on this list uh, and it is Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer Wow. Um it, people turn out for Nolan movies, right? Um but I don't know like as much as I think people like us are, are excited for it. I don't see it being, you know, as much as some of his bigger genre stuff. To me the comp is Dunkirk, you know, um you know, yeah. beautifully shot, you know, uh, historical epic. That did 190 and I think what uh, Devinder was saying earlier about the 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 floor being lower this summer. Yeah. Um it's also 3 does... hours long. Seems like it, yeah. Well it, that didn't problem. hurt that didn't hurt Avengers Endgame, you know. It so also like, somehow seems Avatar. even more depressing yeah. than Dunkirk. Um
0: mm-hmm. right. so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
2: I, I I struggled. It, it was not on the list my higher time. It wasn't until this mm-hmm. morning before we started that I was like, you know what? No. And Nolan I trust, and I moved it up a little bit. So uh number nine, um, I think I think there's just it's just so much competition. I think it's going to be successful, but I don't think it's going to be, you know, one of his bigger, bigger hits.
0: Peter Serretta, you're number nine
4: yeah it's oppenheimer it's uh this isn't i don't know a movie that i don't think people are excited for but christopher nolan's still a brand name and i I, even though this isn't genre this isn't sci-fi this isn't superhero i think people are going to see this but i don't know i think it's going to do dunkirk numbers you know uh, jermaine said it you know dunkirk did 190 this comes out on july 21st so it only has like a month and 10 days or something like that. And it, it should do like 170 in yeah, that time. Half I the think screenings
5: that's... of Dunkirk because of length, you know, so yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Dunkirk was a brisk 90 minutes. Dunkirk or was so, right? one. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Great choice for number nine, Peter Serafinowicz. Devinder Hardaway. What's your number nine? My number nine is Barbie. I think Barbie will do
5: well. Yeah. And I think the meme, the meme power of it seems strong. I am com- confused about like who this movie is for, but I will, I'm definitely excited to see it. So yeah, Barbie, I think will do pretty well at number nine.
0: Jeff Canada, you're number nine.
1: I went with Oppenheimer. Um this is gonna be this is a wild thing that's happening where our lists are all so weirdly similar.
4: <laughs> I, I thought they were gonna to be it. so never different.
1: Ha- yeah. Never happened before. Yeah. Uh never happened before. And I think there's gonna be very, you know. The the cool thing about this is that uh tracking it at the the summer I think the winner will only be determined right at the end. People won't be counted out, although yeah. maybe I'll be counted out when Barbie crushes everything. Right? <laughs> 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 Never yeah. leave it to me to be counted out early, but uh, I think I think possibly the race will last longer than it ever has before because we're all so close. But yeah, Oppenheimer, I think, um, it, you know, I, who knows? I, I think this movie is going to get a lot of buzz and obviously, you know, it, it's, it's a completely different demographic than anything else in the summer. So... Maybe folks will, will will find that appealing, but I think it's going to be, I also comped it with with Dunkirk, where it feels like it's going to be like r- sub 200 million, yeah. but above 150 million.
0: Well, my number nine is also Oppenheimer, which means at this point, <laughs> the only difference in mine and Jermaine's lists are uh, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, and Across the Spider-Verse. We have flip spots for, I think, five and six slot, right? Or four and five slot? Yep. Um, so our lists are virtually. I, it, it will literally come down to where those two movies fall on the list that will determine whether wow. Jermaine and I come out on number ten well, can be a big and, swing. And number ten yeah. is always all mm. right. But Jermaine, I just have a really awful feeling that we have the same pick for number ten. <laughs> I'm feeling too. But let's this out. Get- I think, so so. <laughs> let's I think, think two, we all have is, the same number. What is, 10. what is your
2: number ten film? I think of if people 2023 is it right hot? Here? Is it cold? I think if people were talking about um, listening to this whole podcast, I alluded to it earlier. It's a trans. It's a. I, I screwed it up. It's Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Dave is very upset. Uh, he has his hand on his head. I believe he probably picked the same thing. Um, it amazing. But this it's, amazing. it's but Before we get to before we get to the similar list, Transformers used to be like the franchise, right? It used to be The franchise, and then yeah. the movies got so bad that when they finally released a good one, Bumblebee, yeah, it did 127 million dollars. Bomb, right? Which is for the Transformers franchise. I think this is going to do better than that. But, you know, as much as I like Anthony Ramos uh, and the... I don't know if I care about the Beast Wars. I don't know if the audiences care, you know? It's like, that's why they have the Optimus Prime and stuff. So I think it's going to do better than Bumblebee, but I just don't think it's going to do much better than Bumblebee. You figure, like, if that did 127, this maybe does 150. Yeah, 150, with, which would put it right around number 10 slot. Exactly. Right, which is
0: Paramount. Exactly my reasoning, exactly. identically.
2: Um, Paramount, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think... And, and if it does only 150 million, I think Paramount's very upset. I think this is Transformers... They want it to do 400 million like it used to do. Um, and I again, I hope it does. I hope I'm wrong, uh, except not really because I want to beat Dave. But um, not actually. Anyway, that's my Why? number 10. Doesn't, Keep going. Doesn't
0: really make sense. We have the, almost the same list. Okay. Yes, it's true. Uh, Peter Serretta, your uh, number 10 slot.
4: You know, I originally had Transformers Rise of the Beast number 10. And by original, I mean yesterday. Like, I haven't changed the list. <laughs> um but I was like, you know what, this movie—I don't know—like, are people excited for this? You know, they—they they saw Bumblebee. Bumblebee was good. Only did 127. So I decided instead to put at my number two, 10 slot, Pixar's Elemental. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I want I, this to be good. I want this to be a great movie. Like, I—I—I I, I don't feel a buzz for it. I love Pixar. I love that brand. But I feel like it's been devalued by Disney over the last like you know five years, and I. I'm not sure if people are super excited for this movie. I, I feel bad for director Pete Sohn, who uh, mm-hmm. is this great guy that's worked for Pixar since almost the beginning, and he's you know, gotten the opportunity to direct two films. And it's it's like the first one was Good Dinosaur, which you know we know what happened with that. He like got pulled in, like laid into it, and this one uh, is more personal to him. And I I really haven't seen some of the footage and stuff. It looks like it's actually going to be pretty good. But like, are people excited? I don't know. I think I think it's a i hope it's number 10 that's what i'm saying
0: it's a solid pick for number 10 and yeah it barely missed my top 10 so yeah uh divinder hardware your number 10 my number 10
5: is the story of j robert oppenheimer i do think nolan still has a pull as among a certain type of group um there's just so many things working against this movie like it is so long it uh the trailers look cool but it also seems very, very dour because of what this movie is actually about. So, this is not a summer fun romp. <laughs> but I do think a lot of people will be like, well, it's Christopher Nolan. I either see what Christopher Nolan is doing. So, I think that will be enough to get it to number 10. That's my reasoning there. And uh, that's why I didn't put Transformers or anything else here.
0: I do think that it's remarkable that um, four out of the five of us, AKA the smart ones, all put Barbie as higher than Oppenheimer. Um, so we'll see if that plays out or if if it will be the one out of five. It is uh, the NFL battle beat. of the summer,
2: it is the
1: weekend yeah. battle of the summer, yeah. right?
2: Yeah.
0: Jeff Kanata you're number 10.
1: I put Transformers Rise of the Beasts in number 10. Um I Incredible. Uh, Incredible. I the years now you all may not remember, but there were two years in a row uh where I won the super summer movie rate wager. Yeah. And I did it. It was many, I think I think ago. it
0: was slightly before um the asteroids uh hit the earth and it, the dinosaurs went extinct. Right? I mean <laughs> so we, we can time it like it was pre iPad, right? <laughs> like literally. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: it was, it was around the ago. time
0: when the pyramids were built, right?
1: John? Everyone everyone could easily remember. Um uh, it's right there at the <laughs>
5: play those real player streams of those episodes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I may have been slightly less gray. <laughs> but, uh, those years I rode to victory on the back of a transforming car. Uh, the transformers were, were always well, my number one picks. And it, it you know, it, it was a cynical pick cause I hated those movies, but they always uh, carried me to victory. And, uh, so I could not imagine having a summer with a, uh, the, like a full on mainstream transformers movie, not making my top 10, but I don't think it's going to do very well. Uh, I do think it's gonna be uh right there at number 10. And if only there was someone that agreed with me.
0: <laughs> I also chose Transformers Rise of the Beast as my number 10. Which which means, Jermaine, that either it's gonna be the placement of Mission Impossible and Spider-Man that
2: determined our list or Dark Horses, the dark horses right? Like might, I take I, I I honestly earlier today I was like, Oh, we're not even gonna have to do that tiebreaker like we did last year. Yeah. I think we definitely need to do. We need first to do the dark horse. So, yeah, yeah. so
0: obviously we're going to list the dark horses, but I think I think the dark horses could swing the whole game this time. So let's yeah, let's get into them. You bo- make the big assumption that uh, you
1: and, and, and Jermaine are going to be having the runoff. There's, there's I, uh, yeah, absolutely people, yeah, people we're, here we're, playing we're the
2: game. Spider Man number two or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Let's. Is,
1: let's <laughs> do, do we have a game plan? By the way,
5: if there is an exact tie, like what do we do?
2: Yeah. We'll. Is it a we'll last year, last year we decided to pick the uh, the the gross of the highest. Grossing mm. movie and then you know go like
1: whoever's uh, oh, yeah. closest to or something. Like okay, that. that's a good. Well, you that's know, a good honestly, thing mm-hmm. it's it if it, if you and De- and Jermaine actually have the highest score, there's well, I guess the, there's a there's a, a way where you would have the same exact score because if those two movies are actually flip flopped, you'll both have one correct yeah, and true. one one away, so you get the exact same score. Mm.
2: Yeah, we need well, to we'll, do wow. see. We'll see, Let's but
1: it's
0: the, a good yeah. it's a good thing about it's it's a good. Thing like, we'll, well, everyone will list their uh estimated gross for their number one and we'll go off that, okay? Right, um, and it will be uh, it will be closest to in terms of like absolute value, not some BS crisis, right? Rules, okay? Okay, all right, so one dollar, I'm going one dollar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all
0: right, Jermaine Lucier, give us your three dark horses,
2: three dark horses, uh, elemental, which uh, you guys both yep. of you have on your list, I did not, um. Haunted Mansion, which I'm excited for as a Disney fan, but I don't know uh, if the marketing is going to be quite there. And then a movie that I almost had in my top 10, but I flipped back and forth just on the release date, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Mm. Um, The the last movie, the last good movie-ish, I guess, whatever, the the first new remake came out in August and ended up being number 10. I remember uh, it it was screwed up the whole summer movie wager for us. Um, So I think, and that's got that Spider-Verse style that we've been talking about. So there you go. So uh, Ninja Turtles, uh,
4: Mutant Mayhem, Elemental, and Haunted Mansion.
0: Solid picks. Peter to hit us up with your Dark Horses.
4: I have Transformers Rise of the Beasts. I, You know, for every reason I, I said, I, I, you know, these movies at their height, we're doing like 400 million. But I think this is going to be like 130. I think this is going to be like, you know, the when Michael Bay was doing these movies, they felt epic and like huge, even if we knew that they were going to be bad. Like that last night movie was so bad, but that movie did 130 million. And I think this doesn't feel like, I don't feel the buzz I did with the Michael Bay movies with this movie. So I think it's going to do slightly less. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which totally seems to be copying the uh, Spider-Verse playbook. Uh, that's how influential that movie is. And uh, Seth Rogen's involved. I, I I really almost had this in my top, 10 but you know didn't make it i almost wanted to put this in the number 10 slot i probably should have because no one else had it that would have been good but um it only has a month comes out on august 4th so and uh i agree with jermaine haunted mansion you know big disney parks fan this could be big or i mean not big but it could be like you know 150 million or it could be 90 million you know I, i i don't know and it also comes out july 28th so only has like a month
0: all right those are Peter's three dark horses. Davinder Hardwar, your three dark horses.
5: My three dark horses. This is where I put Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Uh, I agree. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also looks like it could do pretty well. I'm gonna throw uh, gonna throw a hail mary pass over here, putting some money down on Meg to the Trench. Wow. Yes. Ben Wheatley's Meg to the Trench. Yeah. Mm. I want it to do well. I just don't think no.
2: that movie exists until I, I see. I don't think it exists. No, it doesn't exist. But,
5: Giant Shark, Jason Statham, I, I'm there again,
0: yeah. All right, not a bad choice. Meg 1 made 143, so it's not not a, not a bad choice. Uh, and what's your final Dark Horse, Devendra?
1: No, he said three. Oh, I
0: said three. Okay, sorry.
1: Teenage Mutant bad. Ninja Turtles, oh, Meg yeah, yeah, 2, gotcha, and Transformers. Sorry, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Jeff Kanata, your uh, Dark Horses?
1: I put Barbie here, uh, which, you know, one measly point might be the reason I lose. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I put Barbie there, I, and also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Uh, I sat next to my my son uh, with the the Mario movie, plugging my ears for the trailers. But when the <laughs> Teenage Ninja, Ninja Turtles time. trailer came on, he yeah. was excited. He's like, I want to see that one, dad. So, you know, I think it's going to do great. The only reason it didn't make my number 10 spot, which I almost put it in, as you guys have also said, I really was tempted to put this on the main list, but it doesn't have very much time at all. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. It comes out so late in August. I just didn't have the the guts to do that. Uh, but it is a dark horse for me, and then I also put Haunted Mansion, Disney's Haunted mm. Mansion, because it's got name recognition. It's a Disney property. I just don't think I think it's a little too quirky and weird to to make the top ten. But I put in a dark horse just to. I almost put Strays because sometimes like the R rated comedy can mm. yeah. Sneak animation.
0: Yeah, that's a solid one. Yeah.
1: But um, I, I didn't. <laughs>
0: here's the big question, Jeff: Is when you're watching trailers in the theater and you're plugging your ears and your child's sitting next to you, <laughs> does your child ever ask you, "Hey, Daddy, why are you acting differently than everyone else in the theater?" Or no,
1: no, 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 no. He knows better. He, he, he knows better. Than that. <laughs> he knows what right. he wants to eat tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Daddy's well, going
0: to quiet place. I am yeah. really sad to say that uh, I have two out of the same. Two out of the three dark horses that Jermaine has. So <laughs> uh, this sucks. Um, y'all are but, so creative. Yeah. Uh, yes, my my dark horses are Elemental, uh, which I'm hoping will do well. Haunted Mansion, which you never know how like a Disney property is going to do. He chose Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Meet Mayhem. I'm going to name a movie I, I don't think anyone else has said. Has anyone else said? Blue Beetle?
1: Nope. That movie's going to take.
0: No
5: Doesn't
4: it come no out, out in August it.
0: or
5: something?
4: August, it yeah. 18th, in like,
0: something? It comes like out that. mid-August. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, but <laughs> you know who knows the character hey. everyone's been waiting for, Dave. There, yeah. There's a
2: reason it's not on my top ten, but mm-hmm. hey, you know. I think there's a if, lot of if it opens to like if it opens to like sixty-five million and then has like a good week yeah. and a half, it, it, it won't could hit the ten. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> Probably. You guys <laughs> are betting it's going to ride there. that flash wave.
0: Yeah, indeed. Maybe. Indeed, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think it has a chance. I think it has a chance. So anyway, all right, folks. Well. Uh, That brings us to the end of this year's Summer Movie Wager. Thanks so much for listening. Of course, you can play along at thesummermoviewager.com, and I believe you can only be considered as part of the leaderboard up until the beginning of the Summer Movie Wager title, I'm sorry, time frame, after which, you know, Guardians opens, you'll have more information, you can't be considered in the leaderboard anymore. But uh, thesummermoviewager.com, thanks to Dennis for putting that website together, and uh, we will be back later this summer with the results, or fall, I guess, after Labor Day, with the results of the Summer Movie Wager when you will learn which one of us will win. Uh, You can find more episodes of this podcast at thefilmcast.com. Email us at slashfilmcast at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at thefilmcastpod. Find us on TikTok at thefilmcast, where we're posting videos every week. Uh, on the After Dark this week, we're going to be covering the next two films of the Evil Dead franchise, Army of Darkness and the Evil Dead remake, uh, all in a lead up to our Evil Dead Rise review next week. So become a patron, get ad free episodes and exclusive After Darks at patreon.com slash film Huge thanks to everyone who supports the show and makes it possible. Until then, I want to give a big shout out to Peter Serretta and Jermaine Lucia. Thank you so much, gents. It's always a fun time. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here today on the
2: filmcast. I hope you guys had a good time. Always, always. Ooh. This is one of the best things in the world. And uh, win, lose, draw, which it draws very likely uh, possible. <laughs> uh, it's always fun. So, yes, thanks for having us. Who
1: would yeah. have guessed? Who would have predicted consensus? never happened before unprecedented
2: which is, <laughs> is why going really completely funny. wrong Barbie's number one Haunted yeah. Mansion's like number three mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be it.
1: hilarious to see how wildly wrong we all are it as is m- every
2: year no matter how year. no matter how confident you are you look at that list yeah. you're like that's the list there it is never yeah. right. Never.
0: somehow my chances of beating Jermaine have come down to Blue Beetle guys uh, which I think sums up the, my entire year but um, thank you for listening thanks to Jermaine and Peter for joining us it's been a lot of fun Uh, until next week our Evil Dead Rise review we will see you later